When U.S. President George H.W. Bush proudly proclaimed a new world order, quite a few hearts beat a little faster as the words seemed to echo their hopes for a new, fairer, more wonderful world of universal peace and prosperity. It sounded almost like a trumpet blast heralding the imminent arrival of the kingdom of God on earth. Now we can see a new world coming into view, a world in which there is the very real prospect of a new world order. What a wonderful world that would be where every child of every race, color, and creed on earth could expect a shirt on his or her back, clean potable water to drink, nourishing food to eat, medical care as required, and sufficient free education to prepare for a useful and fulfilling life. We earthlings have more than adequate resources to convert this dream into reality, including millions of young people looking for such a wonderful challenge. All that we have to do to create the miracle is to change our priorities after a genuine change of heart. We must curb our warlike nature and divert some of the money from developing new and more efficient killing machines to the proactive pursuit of peace on earth. The transition should be easier for idealistic young people than it will be for jaundiced old battle-scarred adults. Surely that is the direction of evolution as we work our way out of our cocoons and emerge as truly beautiful spiritual beings. We may never know exactly what image President Bush had in mind when he read those words. To give him the benefit of the doubt, we should assume that he had no inkling of the New World Order that some of his most influential backers had in mind. In fact, there was nothing new about it. The New World Order is, in reality, the reincarnation of a Third Reich of the 1930s and 40s. It is the same plan for world domination that the Nazis wrote, but on an even grander scale. Worse, it is further advanced and far more likely to succeed. The approach is much more subtle and seductive. It is being sold as a world of international rules and cooperation. Individual countries are being coached to transfer their sovereignty to international organizations controlled by their ultimate enemies. Even the G20 has been sucked in and to date has been little more than a rubber stamp to this Machiavellian plan. Every free trade treaty is a step down the path to serfdom. Even the use of the words free trade has been deliberately misleading, the same as words like the New World Order are, without putting them in context. The purpose of the treaties is to transfer power from poor people to rich people, from poor and small countries to bigger, richer countries, and most significant of all, to abandon rule by elected representatives and hand it over to the New World Order gang. This time around, they are being a lot smarter because their weapons are international agreements and money power, propaganda, and mind control. All of this is going on under the eyes of World War II veterans who fought to rid the world of oppression, but who haven't caught on to the subterfuge of those who, although defeated in battle, learned from their mistakes. Those of us who have got the picture and are pledged to hold high the torch of freedom in honor of those who died are fighting a rearguard action. We can only hope and pray that it isn't too late. To lose this war by simply sitting on our couches and doing nothing would be an unparalleled betrayal of all that is good and right. The seeds of the Fourth Reich were sown before the smoke and dust of battle had settled following victory in Europe May 8, 1945. They were sown in the U.S. by Operation Paperclip, which no doubt was well-intentioned on the part of its instigators. Unfortunately, they were unable to estimate the long-term consequences, a classic case of not being able to see the forest for the trees.